This is 400 Plus. I'm Mark Sims. My guest is Kathy Henry. Kathy Henry is a middle-aged, around-the-way girl. How are you, Kathy hey, Henry? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Kathy Henry, now, you got to explain to me. I gotta, I'm got. i going to ask you a question about crime and stopping the crime in the city of Chicago, blah, 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 blah. Before we get to Chicago and the crime here, what is a middle-aged, around-the-way girl? Well, I'm middle-aged because I'm 50. I'm a around the way girl because, you know, that's what us young girls was back in the late 80s, the early 90s. And I still, that girl still resided me. She's just middle aged. And that's what that means. <laughs> so you were real, you, know, you were real back in the day and you're still keeping it real to this very day. Yes, indeed. <laughs> that's, that's great. So you, you in Chicago, you born and raised here? Born and raised I mean, on the south side, east side of Chicago. Yeah, you, you, then you know then. So here's the question. Kathy Henry. Are these African-American <laughs> black leaders, I mean, political and, and religious leaders, are they really serious about reducing this crime? And we have always had crime, but really reducing the crime in Chicago and beyond. Uh, it's a kind of complicated issue because I think some of them would, but a lot of the stuff that's going to Chicago has to do with poor parenting. And no matter what the leaders do, if people are not raising their children, the crime rates are steady going to go up. Now, could they be introducing job training programs and school programs, get these young folks off the street? Yes, they could, and they're not doing that. They're not doing that at all. Except occasionally, the park district, like um, I think something on Facebook, where the park district is hiring for 16 and up now. They occasionally do that because it's about to be summertime, but then, you know, you can't find anything during the winter and the fall months in Chicago for job training programs. And as the religious leaders, I, most people, I, I don't even really think most people are even religious anymore. So they don't really have the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? My goodness, my brain is scrambled these days. They don't have the influence that they had in the black community in Chicago like they had 30, 40 years ago. People not really paying too much attention to them because they don't feel that they're doing anything. I had a pastor on the show. And we had a very good discussion about that because I don't think uh, he disagreed with me. But I don't think the church has the influence as it once did, you know, uh, you know, 30, like you said, 20, 30, 40 years ago. It just doesn't. But you, you're right about the uh, you, you're right about the parenting, because I always think because. It's kind of nasty to, to to try to help people raise their children or to teach people how to raise their children, but you but let's face it, you they, we need some people, including me. I, you're a parent. I'm a parent. I didn't know what I was doing raising my children. It'd been nice to have a parenting class. Don't don't yeah, some people need parenting? Great. That's what a politician and preachers have to do. They have to have present. I know there's a few there's a few out here somewhere, but parenting classes. Don't you agree, Kathy Henry? Yes, I do. That would be great, particularly for you know like. For young mothers and young fathers, they need that. I mean, a lot of them coming from generations of dysfunction. So they're not going to get any help from their home, so they're going to need some outside sources to help them. I say that because we were talking about college on the, before, we, before we went on the air. And I don't care if you're trying to pick a choose, pick a college or your son and daughter, or whatever, trying to pick a college, whatever college or whatever post-secondary education that they choose to do. But even in picking a a uh, preschool, picking a elementary school, a grammar school, picking a high school. Uh, that's, 
I think we all need counseling at every stage. So do you think these young people out here committing a crime, do you think they had a very good education in, in, in grammar school and high school? And are they getting the proper counseling in the public schools? No, not unless they go to a uh, selective enrollment school. They, children that attend selective enrollment schools and grammar school through high school are going to get far more help than children who t- attend regular schools in Chicago. Well, my youngest daughter was in the eighth grade. I applied, you know, they had the selective enrollment. They start in October, and I got online and applied, and I checked off all the schools I wanted her to possibly go to. And I, in my head, I'm like, well, if she don't get accepted to any schools, I'm going to pay for tuition for her to go to Dale LaSalle because I didn't want her to go to a regular school because I knew she wanted to go, there were not going to be any resources. I mean, just a traditional high school. It's like, as I like saying on the show, that I think if I could be wrong, those who know, you can just correct me. Uh, I think Michelle Robinson, a.k.a. the First Lady, Michelle Robinson could have walked to South Shore. But her grades were good, so she got accepted at Whitney Young. Whitney Young, exactly. And the rest is history. And that's not to put exactly. down. That's not to put down South Shore. But if you had a choice between South Shore and Whitney Young, duh. Exactly. And I didn't like the school where we was living at the time. Uh, I forgot what school was that, but it wasn't a good high school. And I didn't want her to go there. And it makes and it, it makes a, it makes a big difference. And, and I mean, you're talking about the old Inglewood. Yeah. Wait, before you get going, is do they have any schools in Inglewood? Did they all move to the new uh, Robinson School, the STEM school? I think they closed them all down. I, I posted something on Facebook about that a couple of years ago. I, I don't I don't know. But let me tell you this story about you heard shots the other day. This is Southside Chicago. You heard shots the other day. You told me at six o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning. I was getting something to drink so I could take my medication and feed my cat. And this was actually, it was 545 because I looked at the clock on the microwave and I heard like seven shots. I'm like, who was you shooting at? And then I'm just thinking about the people that's going to work, standing on the bus stop, <laughs> and you ducking and dodging, you're going, doing something that's mundane and going to work. See, I, I mean, I, I ride down Cottage Grove, but I don't expect nobody shooting at six o'clock in the morning on Cottage Grove. <laughs> I don't either. And, but see, but the crime has been bad uh, and it's gone up all across the country in urban areas. So let me, uh, we got a few more minutes. I, I, Kathy Henry, if you, I like ask, I've asked, you know, you know, people all the time, if you were mayor of Chicago, how would you, how would you, what are some of the things you would do to, to really <laughs> reduce the crime here in Chicago? We did talk about parenting, but go beyond parenting or go back to parenting. How are we going, we really can reduce this crime. What would you do if you were mayor of Chicago? I would start some job programs and like a pipeline to college. Um, when I got on Facebook, I be- used to belong to this group. The group is no longer there, but it's, it was created by a young man named Adam. He's from D.C. And by being in this group, I learned a lot about the history of Washington, D.C. and Marion Barry. And I had no idea that this man did so much for the blacks and D.C., how he basically created what is now the upper middle class black folks in D.C. because of the programs like he started with the job training programs. People like if they have programs with uh, black kids, like if you graduate from high school and you want to become a social worker, you can go for free. And that helped so many people in D.C. And I would do something like that. 
And, you know, and I was just really amazed because, you know, like with Mary and Mary Dad, they just made him out to be a crackhead. You know, I didn't know the history that, that how much this man had did for his people in his city. Well, he kept getting, and he kept getting, re, he kept getting reelected, so he like, must have been doing a good job, right? Yes. You know, I, I they say love that. Harry. That's why how we love Harold. They love Marion like that. Black folks in D.C. But I think that, you know, the, the African-Americans, the black folks here in this city, I, I think we don't demand. You know, there's the old saying, you know, Frederick Douglass, power concedes nothing without a demand. And I think we look to for leaders or some special interest group or some, you know, hellraiser on the six o'clock news to do the screening for us. I think we, we as individuals don't do enough screening. I mean, you can send an email to the mayor. You can send a letter to the mayor. Or you can, um, people, it was some Latino group the other day, Mexican group, they were in front of her house <laughs> in Logan Square. Yeah. So I think that, I think a lot of they us. They don't care. They, that was funny. Yeah. They did that after doing it right after the, when the ride, when that, after, was this before they was riding when they, they was out there with pots and pans screaming, wake up. And I say when I say the mayor, I mean, that they, they, you go to the automatic office. I mean, they we I think we have to put more pressure on our elected officials. I think most people don't even know who our state like I can't tell you who my state senator, my state rep is <laughs> definitely definitely state senator. So we I think we don't really know our elected officials. And then we feel like if we if we contact them, it ain't really going to change. But you have to make. Some, so you think we make some more noise. We get, get some change in this town. Yeah, we have to say something. We just can't sit back and just let this dysfunction go on. Well, I love seeing we pictures. Do I love seeing pictures of your cat on the on the social media and your, and your daughter in college and uh, your great mother. You talked about your son off when we off off the air when we before we went on, and that's what it takes. It creates great mother and great parenting. But the their little secret is that the village really has to help out. That everybody knows that it does take a village, yeah, we, don't it? Well, people today don't want to get involved in other people's business. I came up during the time. If you was doing something bad on the block, as soon as your mother came home from work, the whole block was telling her, and she was going to take their word for it because they were the adults. But nowadays, if you try to tell some people about their kids, they want to fight you. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that show changed. I think that changed in the 70s when I was a kid. Uh, Kathy Henry, you're always good. I love seeing your social media. You're a great parent. And we, need, we need more of you. So uh, we'll see you on the social media. Okay. Thanks thank you so much for having me. No, thank you, thank you, thank you, Kathy Henry, the rounder way girl. <laughs> <laughs>